sure. Okay, so when I proposed you to actually talk about boundaries. I love boundaries. I love boundaries. You're super excited, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> You're all very excited about boundaries, by I the way. I love them so much. I had something in mind. I was thinking about something, but I think that so much happened in the meanwhile that my op- opinion about boundaries kind of changed. Or mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean... Yeah, there are a lot of... How? How did it change? I mean, not in a way that I think that boundaries are bad, uh, but I think that I'm missing so much connections mm. that I kind of, you know, like shifted my opinions about boundaries and connections and what actually it means and, you know, all these kind of things. I think we're all going through a phase now where we're shifting our senses of boundaries because our boundaries have changed. At least the physical ones have changed. And we, in in search of what the new boundaries are, we're allowing for different boundaries now to, to be loosened up, like social media boundaries, for example, or what we digest during the day through the internet and so on. I think it's, it's all a shift of the new normal in boundaries. What are boundaries aside from just physical boundaries? I have a question. Mm. Why you love boundaries so much? Because at this point, this is my only question that I honestly have. Why do you love them so much? I love this question because I think I needed to ask it. To, I needed to ask it to myself. When saying I love boundaries, I'm not uh, saying that I love unhealthy. Like I love boundaries to the to the extent of having unhealthy boundaries. No, but I love. So it's not like I hate people. No. <laughs> no, I love people. No, come on. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. But what I'm trying to say by I love boundaries is that the, I think I felt the healthiest when I had really reasonable boundaries in my life. And whenever these boundaries are disrupted, I it also gets to me very much. Sometimes I even feel it when I change place. Like between living in England and then coming all the way to Sierra Leone, there was a major shift in my, in my sense of boundaries even. What are my physical boundaries when I live alone or when I have my sister, for example, living with me in an apartment, our... our Communication with our neighbors is very limited to a certain protocol and there's respect of our privacy and everything. And then suddenly I come to Sierra Leone where I live in a house alone, yes, but I live in a community where I wake up in the morning to sounds, to people coming to visit without telling me that they're going to come and visit and feeling like suddenly my own sense of privacy is shaken. And having to go through these different shifts also when I go home back to Egypt and sometimes I see my friends and they ask me questions and things like that I feel like I'm in a constant process of challenging for my boundaries that they change in form constantly so 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 much and if I don't have a healthy relationship with them they can disrupt me altogether that's why I love boundaries is that I think they somehow contribute to my sanity and my insanity at the same time if we can call it this way am I making sense or no i have so many thoughts as you can't even imagine. Um, <laughs> you look like you have so many thoughts. So many observations. <laughs> My brain is exploding. Um, I agree with you 100%. And I think that actually boundaries are, I mean, I, I, my notion of boundaries, uh, the way that I see them is always in a positive way. It's never in a negative, uh, with a ne- negative connotation. Mm-hmm. And so when you were saying uh, England, uh, Sierra Leone, how it changes uh, and how it culturally actually it changes to is something that is very, very close to me. 
I think that when I go back to Milan, uh, I'm kind of able to go back uh, to a place where I can actually have uh, healthy boundaries, mm. not just in terms of with people, but also with myself. I can limit myself in what I do, when I do and how I do it. But it makes sense what you were saying before. I, I don't think that is... Uh, is uh, um, It makes a lot of sense. But I mean also boundaries... Too much sense, actually. To to the extent (laughs) that I have so many thoughts right now. No, I know. But also, like, for me, even this, how I explained it, I think this is only on the bigger scale. But they really, I think boundaries cut across all levels in our lives. From the very beginning of your day, how much you allow your phone to control the beginning of your day, for example. This is a boundary, in a sense. How much even, maybe I'm taking this even from a cultural perspective, but like living in a place of a different culture from yours and dressing differently, maybe according to the weather or according to what's acceptable or unacceptable, you are you allow the eyes of people to look at you in a different manner. And the way you dress can also set different boundaries. If you think about it, you see, like, even if you go to the office, where you decide to sit is a new set of a boundary also. You can sit outside in, for me, for example, we have a meeting room. I can sit in the meeting room where everybody sits on my computer, but this means that I'm allowing more people to come and talk to me on that day. Or I can go to my office and lock myself in. And this is a different now location where I just set a different boundary. So I think boundaries really go from the beginning of the day until the smallest detail of it when you close your eyes at night. And it's, I don't know, I just feel like they really, without them, a person can lose lose who they are. So, like, the fascination that I'm getting mm. uh, in these days and, I guess, this year, for example, is the physical meaning of boundaries, which, I mean, is very, very much mm. closer to the idea of distance, So especially this year where I have seen people moving from one place to another, having to say goodbye to people. And as as long as you make friends uh, with people that are not from your same country or city, it's something that you have to get used to. And it's very weird, but with 2020, even because, I mean, of course, the entire situation of smart working, having to work from remote, uh, the physical fear getting so much less uh, real and getting more virtual and so on. Even, for example, the two of us, let's say, it's since how long we are not uh, actually seeing each other in person? Years. Three years now? Yeah, possibly, yes. Yeah, and still uh, we are in touch as if we are actually living in the same place. I mean, of course not, but... Uh, Anyway, we decided to start a project like this one. Things that, for example... We're very much in each other's lives. Yeah, exactly. Much Mm -hmm. more than people that I maybe can see here, like, in person. And I don't know anymore what actually a boundary means to me. So I don't give it, of course, a negative connotation. I give it a very positive connotation. It's important to have boundaries, let's say. Uh, and even here, I mean, it's always funny because when when is it a healthy boundary and when is it about being defensive and uh, shutting people out of your life? Which, honestly, it's always a very, very, you know, like subtle limit. And I don't know how to say a limit. A thin line. Exactly. Between being snobbish and setting boundaries. Which is very hard to recognize mm. because, I mean, when you are inside the situation, you always feel that maybe is uh, mm. you being healthy in terms of boundaries. Like trying to, you know, save your space, but in reality, you're just like not allowing people to see you, um, which 
which is something that I have done for a very long time, for example. You're right. But since I'm trying to understand a little bit better what actually means to be connected to people, um, relationships that actually mean something. I don't know. It's for me. It's incredible how this seems not to having nothing to do with actually. I don't know, like the physicality of things. But at the same, at the same time, it does because, of course, if you are not able to be physically present with the people that you love, of course, it's. I mean, it's not really. We can't just live of abstract uh, relationships. Mm, you're right. But I don't know. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's, there is a lot going on in my head in this moment. Uh, me, me, myself as well. Actually, I'm, I'm, when you're speaking, I'm just thinking of so, so many things. I'm even thinking, like, to, to what extent do I have control over my own ability to set my own boundaries? Because I'm imagining, like, when I go on Instagram, even if I go on Instagram. Every day I would keep keep getting quotes on my newsfeed about people that don't vibe with you, you get them out of your life. People that are not are causing you stress, you get them out of your life. People that are not the same energy, everything is about getting people out of your life. And it's like the internet somehow is helping you to set your own boundaries. But in a way, it's actually also being a bit self-destructive because... What if you're setting way too many boundaries that you're actually avoiding challenges that will develop you on a social level? Because so many of the connections that we have around us, despite the fact that they are challenging, we're learning so much from keeping them. I can tell you, for example, my boss, my own very boss, I have problems with his ideologies for sure, but I am grateful for for these differences that the two of us have because it it expands my mind in a sense like if I am just going to every time he says something different from what I think especially that the two of us are foreigners in a foreign context if every time he says something and I'm like no 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 I get you out of my life first things first I will go jobless but the second thing is that I will not allow for myself to be challenged so I think to to a certain extent I'm I am responsible or Setting my own boundaries, but in a sense also allowing these boundaries to have a bit of a loose area to allow for a learning curve to take place. Yeah, makes sense. Is this too abstract? (laughs) Too psychic? No, it's not abstract. And I think that there comes another difference because I think that what you were talking about has much more to do with the idea of having a constructive dialogue rather than anything else. I mean, because the point is that when you are allowed to when you allow yourself to actually interact with people that have different ideas from yours it has to do with the idea of like having a constructive uh, like conversation with someone and trying to you know reach a new uh, awareness of what you think uh, through other people's opinions and again so to me the, the idea is that uh, when you don't allow yourself to actually engage in those kind of conversation i don't think that is actually a boundary in the terms of like in the same way that i i i for example think about boundaries uh, that one is just like shutting people out, out of your comfort zone but isn't this a boundary when you safeguard yourself is is not a boundary um is a boundary to the extent that is yeah is a limit a wall, I would say. A wall, yes, yes, you're right. It is literally a wall. It's like limiting yourself in this sense. I don't know, when I think about mm. boundaries, I think about knowing your limits and other people's limits in terms of 
like, here is where I end and this is where you start. And in order for you to actually save your energy and your mental uh, sanity, I would say, instead when you are just shutting people out, um, when you're just uh, preventing people to engage with you, I mean, yeah, it's a boundary in the very basic uh, sense of a boundary, like of a limit, of a limitation somehow. It's almost physical. Yeah, is physical if you think about it because mm-hmm. it's like not allowing people to actually enter your zone somehow. Access you, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but the fascination that I, I, I get uh, out of the concept of boundaries, uh, which at this point I don't even know if the right word is boundaries, but uh, is... It could also be limits. Like, especially 2020. I, th- I think that even before we knew that we could actually do it... Uh, But we actually realized that uh, being in touch with someone, uh, wanting to actually interact with those people, uh, wanting to build uh, like a relationship with someone or which might be just simply like a friendship. I mean, wanting to be there for other people, it's not just a matter of how much time you have or practical uh, aspects. If you actually are in the same city or not, uh, or if you live in the same place or not, Is something else. I don't know. I can't put my finger on what it is. It's a need. It's a human need. It's such... Actually, this emotional equilibrium that you're that you're discussing, I think it's a science on its own that people really... Some people waste their life just doing research about this and it's really hard. I mean, reaching a point of balance where you feel like you're giving yourself what it's due but you're also giving the people you love what they need um, is... A it requires a lot of practice, maturity, self-reflection. We're very good to give advice, yet so bad following our own advice, even. Yeah, it's always like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> even culturally, it's very, very hard. I was thinking about what you were saying before, and it popped in my mind also when I was in India, for example, what it meant boundaries and what actually it means boundaries. Oh, boundaries in India do not even exist. For example, my own boundaries at least do not exist. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be something... I mean, I don't want to say it in a negative way. Um, It's funny because I feel that my idea of boundaries is changing over time and it changes over places. So when you before were saying about uh, the difference between how you felt uh, boundaries in uh, England and then uh, how it is different in Sierra Leone... I was trying to figure out how it's different, for example, for me, between uh, Napoli and Milan, which, by the way, is the same country, and how it was different when I was in India or when it was in England. And, for example, how it is different when you are with your family or not. And especially, for example, if you come from those cultures where, you know, like family is very, you know, like very present or at least like, you know, has like, it's very noisy. In your life. Yeah. Up your bottom. Yeah. Yeah. It's, mm. yeah, no, nothing much. I mean, this actually, my brain is exploding. (laughs) No, but it's very interesting, honestly, because our own reference will be just our families and how we were brought up and what is the sense of privacy and what is the sense of a boundary and what is a healthy boundary also. But I remember, like, even when you're talking about India, I think for me also India was the biggest shock is that I was young and I was put in a household of nine people and I could not sleep alone in a room like I was always used to. And when I leave the house in the morning, 
at least one or two people will be touching me all the time. Uh, and I remember how much I felt like my whole sense of boundary and what I was brought up to be and what existed for me, the notion of a boundary in general, be it physical or emotional or anything, is just being, they put it in a mixer, you know. For example, when I when I went to India and yeah, and it was I guess I was younger than you, right? Yes. How you old were you? Younger than me, I went and I was nineteen, I think. You you were seventeen or okay, sixteen. Okay, I was sixteen, and uh, despite that, uh, anyway, I always felt that uh, Indian culture and Southern Italian culture are very similar in mm. certain aspects. And especially like the importance of the family in your life and how much entitlement they have in your life, how much they can say about what you should do, how you should behave, where you should go next and so on. I think that is something that is very similar. Of course, not entirely the same, but I wasn't really shocked It felt like home when I when I saw certain uh, behaviors uh, in, like these ones. But the funny part was then when I was growing up and then I moved from Naples and I went to other places like England or Milan, of course, for different reasons, because I think that also the idea of going away from home and living on your own, also this is a huge like Shift. difference that has to be actually taken mm -hmm. into account. But then I was thinking about how many times people say, like, the more you go north, the colder people get. The more you go south, the more, like, the warmer people get. And I don't know if it's actually a matter of getting colder or actually warmer, or if it's a matter of being more attuned with, like, privacy and respecting other people's privacy or stepping in whenever I want, how I want, and it doesn't really bother me if I'm actually bothering you, you know? Yeah, I don't know if it's a climate thing, to be honest, but like for me, I know that I cannot speak, for example, on behalf of the whole of the Egyptian culture, because I grew up and I lived my whole life in Cairo. And in Cairo, the people that were involved in my life were my parents and my sister, and sometimes my grandma. So like, it's it's a small household. The, the, the limit of the extended family is not that much into your life as much as you would get um in a smaller city for example that you would have more extended family living closer to you having they're more in touch with you and all of that stuff but i would imagine that it would definitely shape you differently even in egypt other people that uh come from a place where they live in a bigger household for example with more people in it and a big and uh, like it, i think it's it's definitely decided by your own situation depending on whichever situation you're in, is how the narrative is shaped, in a sense. Yet, I feel that we are not actually taught really how to create healthy boundaries, honestly. Uh, no, 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 I'm with you. I agree with you. It's definitely something that you acquire by time. And your experiences, I think, put you in situations where you can either even overdo boundaries out of fear and safeguarding or you underdo them out of naivety sometimes and you would just feel like everything will be fine and lessons will take you and different waves will just throw you in different sides of things until you reach a balance, for you at least. That's how I imagine it. 
And this is what actually is, bro- is breaking my, my, my brain, you know? What? Again, I go back again and again to the same topic, but I don't know, like, I'm really, I mean, I, I really understood the importance of connecting, not just with yourself, because I think that then we are also over, yeah, maybe overestimating, actually, like, the idea of uh, learning how to be alone and with yourself and, you know, like, spending time with yourself. And so, I, of course, it's very important, uh, like, I, I will never say the opposite, but then I think that we are going to the extreme opposite where we are th- are, are trying to tell ourselves that we can stay alone all the time. Thrive alone. Yeah, and we are losing completely the idea of really being there with people and be present like with people uh, when it's about uh, being able to connect and when it's about... Uh, being able to protect your boundaries like the healthy ones because then I feel that this thing is really getting kind of blurred and kind of confused and people are justifying the fact of not being there for other people Mm -hmm. just for the sake of saying yeah you know but I need to save my my boundaries and I'm like "Mm, yeah but is it that really I don't know Mm. I think no I I agree with you I think like individualism is a bit sugar-coated as independence sometimes when we really need codependence to to survive. And we, or at least me, I've always felt like, wow, independence is such a good thing. I would love to be independent. I would love to be independent. But at some point, if you mistake independent for individualism, you lose the whole point and you become a loner. Yes, exactly. You want to, to do life on your own and then... You just lose the sense of community and if people are not for each other and yeah. It's like really like the sense of community. No, we are meant as human beings to live in, 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 in groups, be it small groups as small as a nuclear family or a couple or big groups like a community or a village or even cities. But uh... Which I don't know why it opens to another topic uh, that I've been thinking lately and I had the best comment uh, by my mother that honestly it's going to, I mean... So I was telling her, is it true that the more you grow up, uh, the lonelier you get uh, because the harder it is to actually make make new friendships? And she said to me, like, Teresa, I think that you need to lower your expectations. The more we are going through this 2020, uh, the more I experience uh, disconnection, the more I'm getting worried about the idea that, uh, I mean, this, this, this is it. I mean, this is the default option. This I think this is why I would really wish for everybody to come to 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 this side of Africa at least once in their lives, because I think people here really really can teach about developing connections at any age with any age. Uh, when you're talking now, I I feel like yes, I can very much relate this to my life in Cairo. Your friends are basically the friends that you have since you were a child. And these are the friendships that you live by. And in a sense, the ones that you have later on are acquaintances, are colleagues, are uh, networks, things like that. But you cannot have lifelong friends, like real friends, unless they're actually friends that you know for, for a long time. Well, in Sierra Leone here, I've seen people really connect on a very different level. Without putting too much of a of too much of a requisite for it, which always has been, to be honest, a wonder for me. I I really learn a lot about 
I think also what we set for what we set as an expectation for a connection sometimes is not what's always met. Most of the time, actually, it's not what's always met. But then, if you allow things to surprise you, you can have connections at so many levels, very differently. Maybe a good connection sometimes sets a bar for a certain for all connections to be when they don't need to be at that level or of this type of quality. Hundred percent, mm. absolutely. No, no, no. That one I agree with. I mean, you cannot have philosophical uh, uh, talks with everyone; otherwise, it would be so yes. boring. But uh, I think the idea is more about like, despite about what you are actually connecting for or on. Okay, here it comes my English dyslexia. But um, despite uh, the topics that uh, brought you to actually interact with that person, as intellectual or not they can be, it's just the idea that you are actually seeing the person, uh, like the person that is in front of you is really in front of you, you know? Like he's really interacting with you. He's really, he's really trying to talk with you. It's not like an object, uh, you know, a passive sopramobile. Uh, um, in Italian is, which I don't know the word in English, but... But do you not know what boundaries mean to you anymore because you're they're always changing or because they were never there? No, you said anymore means that they were there. Because I think that they are uh, changing in the sense that I'm, I'm evolving as a person and so I'm also like my perception of boundaries is, is, is changing. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, no, no, it's absolutely not a bad thing. I think it's, I I mean, if if your boundaries have always been the same, it's rather an alarming situation, isn't it? Mm, Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) No, myself also, I think. I mean, I know what boundaries are, but I always question my boundaries. And I always, always come across things that just reveal themselves to me as a new set of boundaries that I need to adopt in different situations. Especially that in each new trial, you start as a naive person. That's a life-given thing, that anywhere that you're new, you're naive. And then by time, you develop the set of skills that actually allow you to build the boundaries that fit the situation. So it's part of evolving in any phase, I guess. And uh, and after this, like the moral of the story is that me and you, we should meet in person, by the way, because I just realized that it's a very long time that we are actually not meeting. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But it's really nice.